You are tuned in to the Lemonade Society podcast. Hi guys, how are you guys doing? I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of upset. Upset at how the elections kind of went because I did anyways i'm not equally surprised because of course i low-key try to imagine what a nigeria that works looked like and i can't imagine it and equally i think why i'm equally not surprised is because earlier in the year a friend had said to me about how she sees the elections as absolute bs and why that is is because there's just too many people that are benefiting off of Nigeria not working as a country. Like they need the country to not work so that they can continue eating food. And I don't know, I remember getting very upset at that. But then she broke it down to me and was explaining about how, you know, you have mechanical generators, you have some people that are in the telecommunications um department you have people in the banking sector that are making money off of people's losses you have people in the food sector that are making money off of you know exportation and whatever the fuck else and it just started dawning on me i really i think i wanted to go into an episode about it but i didn't and i think okay i didn't i really love how um, this political member was able to kind of strike hope within a very short amount of time. And it wasn't a thing of just striking hope blindly. It was the fact that he had the accreditation. Let's say accreditation. Um, he had the portfolio to match what he was saying. He had the intelligence as well. And he had that youthful exorbitance that we somehow have been lacking in the leadership sector we have lacked it so much nobody is saying that whoever has been elected may not be able to rule nobody is saying that but when you look at this person and you see how their ideals are stuck in nostalgia like why would you even as a joke in your campaign promise talk about sending off 50 million youths to war to go and do what? People are looking at how they can create bridges for their country people between other countries. And you're fantasizing about war, fantasizing about yam and corn. Like, even as a joke, why would you say that? Like, what is there to hope for in that? And some people loved that idea. Talking about, oh, you had even do so during the time of war. Are you freaking kidding me? People were dying like goats during the time of war. Because there was so much chaos. Anybody can come into your house and attack you. People were not, okay, you cannot just enter bus anyhow and say you want to. No, so why would that be your ideal, even as a joke? I am kind of upset, but... I it's beyond me. I've already said to myself that and I think everybody if you're listening, you probably have said this. Whatever happens, I know that I will be fine. Whatever happens, I know I will be alright. We've experienced the worst of the worst years. And I think even worse years are to come. 
I'm sorry if I'm putting fear, but I genuinely cannot see anything getting better from here onward. And for the people that think, oh, you know, he might do something, I really, really pray and I hope that, yes, you're right. But for right now and because of how things have been moving, I have to use history to judge. And by the meter of history or by the measure of history, I do not believe anything is about to be better. I do not believe this person has anything to prove other than a title. Just the same way we gave it to the former president of the country and said, oh, you know, because that person just genuinely wanted to have the title. It wasn't like they had anything, any actual aspirations for us as a people. They just wanted the title. Just the same way this new person too just wanted the title. For people saying, oh, you never can tell he might, it's really just your coping mechanism. And it's a beautiful way that we like to cope in Nigeria, where we tell ourselves that, you know what, even as much as, yes, it's going to be horrible, let's just believe it's going to be good. It's not, it may not be. It may not, because reality things, <laughs> this person has not promised you that it will be better. They've not. They've only been speaking on their glory past. I do want to commend you, though, if you did break up, or cut out friends that shared different ideals from you. I think a lot of times we underestimate the value or the power of boundaries. You have absolutely no business being friends with someone who shares different ideals or different principles from you. And boundaries are there to protect you. So if you did cut off people, I genuinely want to commend you. A great deal of people allow or keep being okay with people who share different moral grounds or different principles from them simply because as nigerians we kind of tend to have this my destiny helper a train of thoughts this is my destiny helper mentality and so you allow rubbish you think that you need to kiss us because in your mind this is somebody that can help you without realizing that if a person is going to help you they will help you regardless regardless they will help you that's why they're called destiny helpers because they are so that's their destiny for you is to help you you don't need to buy that help you don't need to pretend to get that help you don't need to act to get that help and i know this because i've experienced people helping me once in a while or a great amount of time sometimes even strangers will do something and i'll be like wow thank you because they literally would have gotten me out of a sticky situation or what could have been a sticky situation. So a person that's supposed to help you will help you. But because a great deal of Nigerians have that mentality of, I need to stick up with their rubbish so that in the longer run they will help me. It's kissassery. It's you just being a kissass. And so you agree to whatever. Because you believe that, yes, if I kiss this person's ass long enough, if I put my tongue up their hole far enough, I will get help. That's not how help works. But, you know, keep going, keep going. (laughs) Another reason I think people do not like to establish boundaries is also this belief of quality over quantity. They want to have more friends. They want to look around and say, ah, I have plenty of people around me, even though those plenty of people are not necessarily adding value to you or adding anything to you. Now, people don't understand when people say, oh, you know, 
I couldn't let I couldn't cut this person out simply because of that. But the truth is, we were not. It wasn't like we were just supporting people. What we were really supporting were the ideals that these people signified. On one hand, you have someone who signifies stagnation and chaos. On the other hand, you have someone who signifies glory past and equal chaos. And someone who doesn't really care for human life. And then on one hand, you have someone who genuinely cares about human life, who is coming to you with a portfolio that really shows that, yes, they might be able to do something, who is equally giving hope. So if you and your friends do not share those same ideals, there's really no need in you people being friends. It's the same way that when we were younger, we were encouraged to not be friends with unbelievers. I remember that happening. They would tell you, don't be friends with people that don't believe in God because they will distract you from your relationship with God. So why all of a sudden? Because religion is still an ideal. So why all of a sudden are the rules very different because of its politics? And it's, it boils down to your boundaries because i'm telling you that even if you did not cut anybody that shared a different ideal in the longer run they will show you why you needed to let them go there's absolutely no need keeping a person that you share very different ideals from in your life is going to turn around and bite you in the ass as it normally does i do hope it won't be such a big bite but it usually most times and those are things that you need to know. Your boundaries help you to avoid people taking advantage of you. That's really what boundaries do. It doesn't mean... It means that you do not give access to yourself, to just anybody. And that means checking in on what a person believes in, the ideals that they believe in. What are they, how do they treat the people around them? How do they treat their friends? If they are horrible to their friends, it's only a matter of time before they are horrible to you. If they are unkind to people around them, it's only a matter of time before they are unkind to you. That's what boundaries do for you. Is It allows for you to see all this. And I genuinely believe how someone treats other people. Because sometimes it might be that you are in a honeymoon phase. And that happens even in friendships. Where you're so excited, you could just start there being friends. They don't want to show you who they are. If you have friends that believe in, that believe strongly that, oh, people only use other people. There's a huge possibility that they will want to get something from you because it's a core belief that they have. And now if you're someone who believes in genuinity, you're going to assume that this person is genuine, but they are not. Because you put shared different moral values. They believe in take, 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 and you believe in be there, support, give. You see how they clash? Another reason why your boundaries are there to protect you is it allows, it reduces, it reduces C finish. It really reduces C finish. In having boundaries or in setting boundaries, a person learns how to respect you. I know you've all heard the saying, whatever you allow will continue. So if you allow someone to continuously keep ridiculing you or taking you for granted or going back and forth with you, you keep leaving a window open in your life for them to go, come back, go, come back, go, come back, causing you pain, causing you to overthink, causing you to second guess yourself. It's not on them anymore. It's on you who has very weak boundaries. It's on you who can't shut the door and say, no, please do not contact me anymore.
I'm done with this. I can't be doing this because it's giving me a headache. It's all part of it. Um, I think another thing why we we tend to get scared. We don't want to be seen as like the bad person. You're not bad when you're protecting your mental health. No, let me not even use mental health. You're not bad when you're protecting your peace of mind. If you know that in that moment you cannot agree to something or you cannot agree to a situation or you cannot be partaking in something that in the long run will only hurt you, you're okay. Like, of course, do not agree to anything that you know in the longer run is going to upset you. It's, it's, and it, it can start very little. Maybe like, you knowing that, okay, you want to do something for yourself and you've bought that thing. That thing is for just you to celebrate when you have achieved something. Someone comes and asks you for it. You have every right to say, no, please, don't, don't take it. It's mine. Because there's something that that thing is supposed to signify for you. It's supposed to stand for something. You want people to respect you just the same way you need to give respect back. But when you've not given the respect back and you keep shouting, I should be respected, I should be respected, it's not going to happen because, number one, you've never really given it back. And all of that still boils down to the boundaries that you set. When you have weak boundaries, you're bound to be taken for granted at every slightest turn. Because number one, they share very different ideals. Number two, they do not see the need. You know, you've not established respect. You've not established the line. And that's what boundary is. It's like this is a line that you cannot cross. Boundaries are what you put in place so that people do not take advantage of you. Oh, you can't come to my house without calling me first. To make sure that nobody just pops up in your house at ungodly time. And even if they do, you leave them outside to stay there because you need to establish that law. I get it. It sounds wicked. But promise, once you can actually have very strong boundaries, it's going to save you a lot of headache. Number one, nobody will just show up onto your doorstep when you're not expecting them. Imagine you're busy. You have things you're doing. You're trying to learn something. Someone just knocks on your door. Guy, I beg, open the door. It's me. No. It's a different thing if you are like paddy paddy. And you know, okay, this person is going to come today. Okay, they've mentioned they are going to come today. It's different. But the one they did not mention, ah, no. It's still part of why you need your boundaries. It kind of establishes even your respect. It reduces C finish. Because C finish, ah, once a person has seen you finish, it's very easy for them to disrespect you. Sometimes they can't even help it. It's just because they know you too well. So it's a thing. Um, but yeah, I commend you if you did break up with people or you did let go of people during these elections because we were not following people. It wasn't about the people. It was about the ideals. And for people saying, oh, it has come and gone. Yes, good. It's good it came so that everybody can see, okay, this is what you, you believe in. This is where you, you stand. And you let it go. It's very, very important. And I, need, I think you need to do this with everybody. <laughs> There's just people that they have no other thing to offer you except headache. They just don't. The two, I got, I didn't have any friends that were on the opposing side or that supported an opposing ideology. 
but I did have contacts and the minute I saw it, I just kind calmly blocked. And you know something funny is how those two contact people, those two numbers, I wasn't surprised when I saw it. I just knew like, of course you would support chaos. Of course you would look at this obvious rigging this obvious cheat and you would think it was genius so of course i wasn't surprised because once in a while i've had the chance to interact with how these people think so i just knew but i didn't have any close knit friends or any friends within my even my loose tie friends i didn't have any that were on the opposing ideal so grateful for that it just means that i've actually been able to vet my friends very well and that's what standards help you do is it's easy for you to vet people it's easy for you to not put in so much um faith in people that have not deserved it i'm so sorry if this sounds like i'm ranting but i'm equally just i just said to come here and i was very very angry but i do want to commend people who were able to make that hard decision because sometimes it is hard it's hard to let go of people who share different ideals from you, who share different beliefs from you, especially when you know in the longer run it's going to only bite you in the butt. I understand that whole thing of my destiny helpers. You start feeling like as if you're missing out on something. Listen, you're not missing out on anything that is for you. The earlier people get this into their heads, the earlier people will start speaking the truth. The earlier people will start calling a spade a spade. You're not missing out on whatever is for you. I've I've had opportunities being taken away from me and new ones being given to me. Without even doing much, I've had people recommend me for certain things. I've had people, I've had things that have come into my life and things that have gone away. You're not missing out on anything. What is supposed to be for you, it will come into your life. Everybody that you meet, you're supposed to meet them. Think about all the people that you've met in your life and how you did not plan to meet any of them. At no point did you sit down and write, I'm going to meet. Even mention the five people that are important. At no point before you met them, did you plan, I'm going to meet this person, I'm going to meet that person. It's going to go like this. So you, you do not miss out on anything that is for you. Your people, they will be your people. And the people that are not your people, they might as well kick rocks because they're not your people. So, yeah, I'm acting like as if I don't know I'm supposed to continue story time. I will do that in the next episode, hopefully. God willing. I start feeling a way while recording that and it kind of triggered a lot of emotions in me. And then coupled that with the way the elections went anyways do take care of yourself do not forget to give the episodes a review and a rating i really appreciate that it helps my podcast a lot it helps with the boosting a lot if you are listening on spotify um give me some stars <laughs> if you are listening on apple podcast please write a review you can even talk about you can even just say you're absolutely right about boundaries like that's all you can say you can just say you're right about boundaries but yeah do let me know and in the next episode i will definitely be continuing the story time but for right now i just i just did not feel like the story time was necessary especially with how everything is going and how things are about to unfold in the coming months or in the coming days but yeah do follow us on the instagram it's the lemonade society podcast actually lemonade society pod on instagram 
um yeah don't forget to like subscribe share this with your friends as well i will see you in the next episode next week thursday bye